everyone. It's Wendy Alexander, and thank you for joining us for another edition of the My Whim Life Show, where we use wisdom, humor, inspiration, and motivation to help you go after your one unique life. So today, I've got my friend Lisa Shiro. We have known each other. I don't even remember where we originally met. We've just kind of, our lives have been intertwined in one way or another through different networking events or friends groups or whatever um, for several years now. And I definitely, uh, she has been working on uh, expanding her business and doing all kinds of amazing things. So I wanted to have her on the show uh, to talk about what that entrepreneurial venture looks like for her. So Lisa, tell everyone a little bit about who you are. Thank you so much, Wendy. Um, I do remember when we met, by the way. It oh, was, good! <laughs> it was fall of 2017. You were, we were in a mastermind group together with Women That's at Night. That's right! Yeah, yeah. And I was captivated by your spirit and your presence. And um, there wasn't much I didn't like about you. Oh, good! <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew for sure that I wanted to stay connected to you after that group came to a conclusion. Um, but just a little bit about, about me. So I am a mental health professional and um, I was born and raised in California, came up to Idaho. I ended up going back to school and um, became a licensed therapist and worked for three large clinics in the Valley. And I quickly realized I was being paid peanuts for what I was doing for people. And so I hung a shingle and my first office was an Eagle. And um, I quickly saw that I had mad clinical skills and I was getting, um, getting, you know, getting appointments scheduled with me. And um, I had a coach from the very beginning. And I will tell, I will tell you right now, there is no way at all I could be where I'm at right now in this large group practice as a CEO and president of K Counseling if I hadn't have been coached all along the way. So I wouldn't create mistakes where other people already created them and fixed yeah. them. So for me, entrepreneurship, I don't think it's something you learn. I think you're just either born that or you're not. That's just in my humble opinion, you're either a visionary or you're not. And I am absolutely a, a visionary entrepreneur fits me like green is the color of grass. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that about not reinventing the wheel. I think so many entrepreneurs are, uh, they just, it's not that they think that they need to reinvent the wheel. It's like they don't know how to find resources to help them or mentorship to really kind of skip over some of those steps that are critical for all of us to go through. Um, like we don't necessarily need to go through every little part of it. Like we just need to have that base and that structure and move forward. And so many people just don't know where to go for that information for sure. So um, I think having a coach or a mentor of some kind is super, super important uh, as we as we create our own little worlds. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, leaders are readers and I read a lot and that helped me too. And I've amassed this enormous library of personal development books, but when it comes down to it, it doesn't matter how much you read or how many seminars you go to. It doesn't, if, if you're just don't think like you deserve it or you're, and you're not surrounded by people that support that it's, it can be very, 
very difficult to move forward. All the knowledge in the world doesn't matter if you don't take action on it. Yeah. Um, and so one of the things, Wendy, do you remember we took that strengths assessment when we were yeah. in that group? Yeah, so that was very enlightening to me because I learned so much about myself, but I also learned I needed to align myself with people like you. Like my, my strengths are not in strategy. And so I have them, they're just really down low. So I had <laughs> to find people like you, Wendy, <laughs> who had a lot of strategic strengths. Um, and so when, the more we can learn about ourselves and getting our self-awareness going north, we realize what we need, what we need to do to move forward. Otherwise we just kind of keep repeating the same stuff and stay stuck. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I totally identify with the, you know, we can read all we want, but if there's no implementation, it doesn't matter how much knowledge we have at money response to action, money response to speed. We have to learn the things and then implement it in our own lives and in our own businesses in order to really be able to move forward. And I think that that's the same for entrepreneurship and mental health. Like I can study mental health all day long, but if I don't know how to take that information and really understand what that means for me, then it's not going to make any difference. Right. Right. And I think too, um, and if we're going to be talking about entrepreneurship today, um, there's, there's this, uh, key, this key element that really helped bring everything together for me. And that is learning, um, not just what I'm not good at, but hiring that person to do the thing that I'm not good at. And so now I've surrounded myself with employees that can fit that place for me. And so there's things in, in, my, in my life um, that I just don't really care about, but those things need to be cared about in order to grow my, my company. And so I hired somebody and I call her my integrator. So I'm the visionary and she's my integrator. Yeah. So she's the wizard behind the curtain who's doing all the stuff that I really don't want to do, but I'm the visionary thinking outside of the box. I've got 20 ideas every day and she's the one who goes, whoa, you need to come back down to earth here because we can't do that and that, but that one looks okay. Let's talk yeah. about the details of that. And so finding that that symbiotic relationship is absolutely key in driving my business forward. And um, I'm happy to announce that it just in from July to August, we overshot our projections by nearly 45% in gross revenue. And it's because I have good coaches. I can't do the success alone. I needed people to uh, fit the gaps where I had kind of had a void and that made a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, I think it's so true. You know, when when people uh, when people say it takes a village to raise a child or it takes a village to start a business, I think those things are very, very true. There's absolutely no way that any of us can be successful on our own. It really is the collaboration with other people. It is the um, the thoughtfulness and strategy that our coaches and our mentors can give us. It's also our ability to leverage the people that we have or the things that we have in our life in order to exponentially move forward in our businesses. Mm -hmm. And then if you haven't as an entrepreneur learned the skill of delegation and learning to understand where your strengths are and what you need to pass off to other people. It's so, so, so critical to figure out 
what that balance looks like and what you can use someone else's skills better for so that you can be at you know your highest and best use in the things that you do best that's when everybody gets to shine yes absolutely another lesson that i learned uh, the hard way is you know organizational charts aren't that effective but accountability charts sure are <laughs> so who, who cares what the names are that are in this hierarchical chart I want to know what they're doing because I want to make sure the other person's not doing the same thing. You know, time is worth something. Time is valuable. Time is money to me. And so I want to make sure I don't have du duplicative efforts going on within my organization. So learning, learning that too is huge for, for what we're doing here. And so um, I don't want to be doing something that somebody else is doing. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be checking something because I don't think they're equipped to do it right. And I got to check and I should have done it myself. Those little tiny things um, compounding over time, Wendy, will, will take a business down. And so I have learned early on to treat my business like a franchise. So consistency matters. When people yeah. come in, they always get the same treatment. And so in terms of, you know, if that's what this topic is today, if it's about entrepreneur, entrepreneurship, yeah. that was so helpful to me to learn some of those strategies where it's more systems-based and less less people or employee based so that if somebody pops out i can hire somebody else because i've got a, I've got a good operations manual and pop them into that position that's going to keep my company running i don't want to be too dependent on the persons the person yeah. i want to i want to you know what i mean to be able to interchange them yeah absolutely that was kind of the exact direction that i could felt like you were going to go because systems processes procedures are so critically important when you start to leverage and scale your business. If you don't have that stuff solidified for what does a customer experience when they walk into your business? What does the customer experience look like when they go onto your website? Like all of those things, you should be able to say line item by line item, this is the experience that we want our customers and our clients to have you should know exactly what that looks like because the more the more focused you are and can identify exactly what that path is for your clients the easier it is for them to recognize that and to feel confident that they you can supply what they need absolutely i also i i absolutely concur with that 100 percent. the other thing too that we really have as a culture here at k counseling is I take really good care of my employees so they can take good care of, of their patients. And my therapists that I hire, if, if they're feeling financially frustrated or feeling like the, the culture isn't what they want or there's um, gossip going on, uh, we just don't have any tolerance for that here. And if they're having those kinds of frustrations, they're not likely to be able to have an effective intervention with a patient who really needs their help. And so for me, it's even more important that I take care of my employees and I do my patients. I know that sounds kind of weird, but I know that if I take yeah. good care of them, they will in turn take good care of, of the patients. So, yeah, yeah, I absolutely 100% agree with that. I just think it's so, so important for those of us who, who have the responsibility of, uh, of making sure that we've got employees that are following our, our company culture, that they believe in what we believe in, so that we're all working towards the same goal. Uh, those things are super, super important because they all of that gets passed down to the end user customer every single day. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you know what? Word of mouth matters. Yeah. And we, we depend highly upon word of mouth advertising. And yeah, people look on Google for stars and things like that. But at the end of the day, that neighbor tells you, you got to go see somebody, this person at K Counseling, they're way more likely to do it than if some if they just go and try to find somebody on psychology today. So in my narrow scope of what I do here in terms of counseling, we, we depend highly upon that. And news travels fast. Yeah. And I got to be able to deliver red carpet treatment and pay attention to details when they get here so they get a consistent reception. So that when that neighbor says, you know what, you're going to love it there. You walk in, it feels like a hug. And they've got this beautiful coffee bar and healthy snacks and it just feels so calm man they've got to be able to feel that when that when that <laughs> that neighbor comes in right their friend that they've told this to and so right. we really pride ourselves on developing and, and offering that that very consistent um that consistent feel of just like a super safe place to be yeah, absolutely. I think that's so, so important, especially that first walk in, because I know personally, I've walked into my first counseling session with someone and it's at an office building and they're just renting a suite, uh, which is fine. But the the waiting room is just like a brown leather sofa and a coffee table with some magazines on it that are eight months old. Like no <laughs> one's paying attention right. to any details whatsoever. There's no one there to greet you. There's no one, you know, like there's no, you know, welcome, we're in a session, we'll be out soon, sign. Like there's none of that. You're just like, I hope I'm in the right place. This is where it <laughs> says to go, but the door is shut. So right. I really, feel like having that first impression experience like you're delivering is really, really, really important, especially in mental health. They're, they're already in a place of instability. instability. They're feeling a little insecure or unsure that this is really what they want to do that first experience. So I just Thank goodness there are people like you who recognize that that is part of the service as well. It's not just the session. Yeah, listen, we're in a very chaotic world and we want to be a place of calm and peace when they walk in. And we we pay attention to details. And what you just said made me giggle about the you know, Sunset Magazine or whatever that's like years old or dusty, you know. No, these ma this matters. And we, we it does. Go, at, at our clinic, we even go to the extent that we make sure that the K-cups are labeled like up so people can read it and not have to go sideways. Like, I know that sounds silly, but it's like paying attention to details and, and cleanliness and and calm. And I love that. I love the idea of it feels like a hug when I walk in. Yeah. You are you are right as rain, man. These people, some people that come in have been suffering from agoraphobia for way too long. They haven't left their house in seven months. They're finally coming out and they're maybe their wife is dragging them here. The last thing they need is to feel cold and, and feel like nobody's connecting with them. They need to feel instantly that it's like, you know what? We got your back, dude. We, we're, we're here for you. Just relax and we'll get you in but we got you what kind of coffee do you like can i get you a cup of coffee we, we really do kind of do that extra thing so our culture here matters a lot and that was something i wanted to bring up too wendy culture matters i feel like yeah. long gone are the days of like policies and procedures and 30 pages of legal schmeagle like who reads that stuff instead how about do a culture guide so we have a really tight culture guide here we have a strict dress policy 
but you know what? We have a lot of fun here too. And we've learned to giggle at, giggle, giggle at ourselves. And if we can giggle, that's good. I think giggling is underrated. We want yeah. to create a certain culture that we have core values that everybody believes and they can tick off any time of the day because they know exactly I mean, not tick off, but rattle off their tongue any time of the day because they know it because that's what we do here. We yeah. believe in certain things and there's just, we believe in like six things and they're all over our offices here because that's how we work. Everything's driven to the mission statement. So again, I wouldn't know all, all this stuff if I hadn't been coached along the way. Yeah. And that made a huge difference for me. Why would I want to create something when somebody else has already done it better than me? I want to learn from him or her. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, coming over to the mental health side of things uh, on the counseling side for what you do, tell us a little bit about what the last 18 months or so has been like with all of the changes that the world has been experiencing uh, with COVID setting in. Mm. Yeah, that's a big question. We fear what we don't know. And with COVID, there has been a, a, a great deal of confusion. Um, and not just with masking or not masking or vaccinating or not vaccinating, but moreover, like, where is it? When am I going to get it? What am I going to die? Um, what about if I s spread it to somebody else and I don't know about it? And um, I don't know what's safe anymore. So there was so much confusion and that caused fear which led to anxiety and so then there was just all this unknown and that just ramped the anxiety up and so we ended up you know getting really busy but to answer your question i think the confusion is what stirred up so much of the anxiety and anxiety is different than fear anxiety is the fear of the unknown it's like when the monkey mind just goes for mr toad's wild ride and how do you plan for that if you don't know what it is exactly it's like packing for a trip but you don't know where you're going you're going to pack everything yeah. that's kind of what it seemed like for a lot of people what we tended to see in terms of like mental health um diagnoses and things that were um coming into our clinic was a a lot more um panic attacks a lot more uh social uh social phobias or is on uh, the kids in school just because of they haven't seen their teachers faces and and the masks you can't you know you you don't get the body language and um it's created this really weird weird world for the teenagers we have seen a surge in teenager referrals here for for social anxiety it's been uh, sadly very interesting that, that we would do that because we typically treat more like ocd and and um uh phobias but we're seeing a surge in social anxiety so. yeah yeah i mean i mean it's it's really hard regardless of which which side of any of those fences you're on i think that we definitely have to recognize yes you know we we understand that masks make us safer from germs however it has created a whole nother set of issues with um, you know, I have a friend of mine whose whose daughter is deaf, and she does almost all of her um, her understanding through lip reading. And this is uh, like it completely shut her off from the entire world uh, and created a situation where she was feeling like if this is the way that the world is going to be, I, maybe I shouldn't be here. Maybe I'm not right for this world. And then the suicide. Uh, 
thoughts keep coming in and it's just it's so scary out there um and so i really you know i i applaud any of those parents who are willing to put their kids in counseling who are looking to people who can understand how to have those conversations with their teenagers because they are so tough right now and teenagers as we all know the last thing they want to do is talk to their parents about it or trust what their parents have to say so having that third party that we can guide them to is really powerful it is yeah we're you know that's that's a good point you brought up because we're unemotionally attached to the situation and so um that makes a big difference it creates a sanctuary for that that teen to really go to those uh difficult places sometimes and I was just talking about this with a, a therapist earlier this morning, how it's really interesting how as soon as the parent leaves the room, it's like all the tension in the room just goes down and the teenager relaxes and then and then we hear what's really going on, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You're absolutely right about that, yeah. Yeah, I can absolutely imagine because I know, you know, from my own experience, you know, all of my teenagers are now grown, um, but I, I definitely know that I had some friends who were able to be that confidant, you know, for, for my kids as they were growing up uh, and counselors as well. Um, and so it really does make a difference that people have someone they can take their kids to to talk to through these situations because they are just tough. Like these are experiences that none of us have had to deal with before. And right. none of us know what the right answer is. We're still learning. Earlier this morning, I was speaking with a mother um, of one of my patients and she said, this is not the world I wanted my children to grow up in. Yeah. This is not the story I wrote for my children. They're growing up in a, in a world where they can't see people's faces. This is, it's so much fear going on. This is not at all what I wanted. And so that brings me to something else, Wendy. And a lot of times it comes down to the story that we're telling ourselves. So we all have this narrative that is constantly going um, on through our whole life, birth through death, where we have the story that we tell ourselves about every single event. So oftentimes when I first start working with somebody, I, I want to take a look at that. You know, what's the story you're telling yourself? And you know, it might not be true. And most of our thoughts are not true. They're very negative. They want to keep us, our brain wants to keep us alive. And so we really do work with that quite a bit in here. Like be careful of the story. Doesn't mean it's true, so. Yeah, I absolutely 100% agree. I appreciate this so much. I think this message of, you know, not only entrepreneurship and how you can succeed and be able to leverage things in your life and hire and delegate. I think those are really important messages and I try to share that information with all the entrepreneurs that I talk to, but I definitely, you know, more than anything think that that the position that you hold and the what you're trying to do with your business is really 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 making a difference and that is so important so so important i think that um that's very challenging um but i know that i can't imagine doing anything else and if i can help somebody help themselves feel better that's that that makes me feel so gratified inside and that's what it's all about um i really do believe in you know, recently i read that book called the go-giver and i yeah. could not get over how wonderful of a book that was if i could yeah. give it more than five stars i would um but it really i in fact i have my whole staff reading it now so that we can talk about we do personal development books together and that's our current book um we need to give back we need to um 
provide provide rich content where we can and help people help people any way that we can without any expectation of reciprocity yeah it, it does it does come back tenfold yeah i think this just makes the world a better place to be in so lisa before we end i definitely want you to tell everyone how they can get a hold of you and find out more about k counseling um, so give us your details oh that's super nice of you thank you wendy appreciate that so we are k counseling and we're in boise off of like vista and overland area pretty close to the airport um and they can get a hold of us by either going to our website and they can request a free consultation it's it's just the letter k and then a dash so k dash hyphen k dash counseling.org or they can simply call just 258-3510 so it's 258-3510 and we do free consults with everybody some people want to come in and just talk about you know what should they do or should they come to us or should they see somebody else or do they need to get on medication so we're we have medica psychiatric medication management on site here we have neurofeedback on site we do adhd testing um, we do therapy for people we also do stimulation on the brain so we are all about helping people feel better and feel less anxious stress stressed out and overwhelmed that's really our our target but super easy to get a hold of us. We're um, just 258-3510 and uh, we're here 40 hours a week and, and we care and we can help. And if we don't think we can help you, we will, we will find somebody who can before you walk out the door. That's fantastic. I love that. I appreciate you taking your, some of your very valuable time to talk to me today so we can share this with my little corner of the world. And for everyone watching and listening, until next time, make sure you share the goodness. Awesome. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you so much for tuning in to the My Wim Life Show today. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a moment of the goodness.